latest sport from across the county. This is the Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast. Right, hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast episode. This is our preview of the National Football League, which gets underway this weekend. Um when Leash host Longford in a Moor Park. I'm joined by my colleague Alan Hartnett, who is our resident expert on Leash football, and two other experts this evening, Billy O'Loughlin, who is the former Longford manager, of course, Ardis Clean Clubman, and Damien Butler, who uh, is coach. And I don't know what your full title, Damien, is with the St. Mary's Carrick and Shannon Club, and you're back in training already. Um, uh, Beaten in last year's county final in Leitrim, but won it the year before. Exactly, yeah. Mohol beat us in the final, and we have beaten them in the previous one. Yeah, two close games, so... It's one all between us at the minute. Uh, yeah, but you're back training already, you're telling me? Uh, we're back doing a bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Are Ireland clean back, Billy? Um, they are back in the gym, yeah. They're doing yeah. a bit in the gym. Yeah, and so, Strabble, you're back. We are, yeah. yeah. We're here to be back, really, isn't it? Yeah, our lads aren't back yet, no, but I think they're getting going some in the morning with no gym, gym programme and that. But, but uh, you're, yeah. only, you're only finished in the, in the Leinster Championship show. I know that's we're we're timing a run, you see. We want to be right for August, September, uh, Billy. And um, there's no point in um getting too excited about the Kelly Cup or anything. Um so we want to we want to be right for the, the Ardisky Cruises and Park Rathanescas and Cretty Yards of this world where we make the big step up now this year. Um so so that's it. Anyway, Billy, first of all I want to congratulate you on becoming the new Ardis Clean chairman. That's that's a that's a huge step up in the world for you. Because you were you were yeah. you were only mowing the grass last year. Yeah, I, I, it's more. Yeah, it's kind of a, a jack of all trades, really. When when when, uh, when you go to an AGM just to see someone about a ticket or or or, or something uh, to buy something for a tractor or something, you end up being you end up being on the top table <laughs> before the meeting is over. You know you're doing something wrong anyway. But, uh, who's, who's your secretary and treasurer? TJ Julian is the secretary and uh, TJ yeah. Jerry McWee. Very much. Yeah, good lads, good lads. So yeah. Gilly and Conor Keighley and these lads have stepped away, have they? Yeah, they have. They've done yeah. their time. But sure, it's 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 next. Uh, a serious note. It's next next to impossible to get people to do any of that those jobs uh, anymore. You know, because they are they're as much time consuming as they are playing or or or, or managing or anything like that, coaching. So yeah, very it's, selfless uh, to take on roles like that because like there's like if you can see the man- the enjoyment in management and playing and all that. Yeah. It's hard to see the enjoyment sometimes. I don't know. Obviously, people do enjoy it to an extent, but you're selfless for yeah. the greater good of the club. And I, don't, anyway. I don't know. don't know if there's much enjoyment there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're after a week in the job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get going. Leash play along for that weekend. Alan, you might give us um, a bit of context as to how the Leash team is shaping up. Yeah. Um, obviously, you saw the, the games in the Auburn Cup. I saw the Offaly match. I didn't see the... The Wicklow game, but we, we quickly discovered after the Wicklow game that uh, Leash were playing two matches that day and our focus wasn't on Wicklow. Um, I think the played player uh, that evening after you spoke to Justin McNulty had the one fairly well. A couple of different scores floating around, but um, the one very well was the was the was the bottom line on it. Um, I think the, the team that day was Killian Roach and goals, Ben Dempsey, Seamus Lacey, and James Kelly in the full back line. Um, the halfback line: Brian Byrne, Mark Timmins, and Owen Buggy. Midfield was Connor Heffernan and Damon Larkin, uh, and then the half hour line was Kevin Swain, Niall Dunn, and Sean Fitzpatrick with Niall Corbett, uh, Evan O'Carroll, and Mark Barry in the the full forward line. And I think a couple of fellas that would have appeared off the bench that day included the likes of uh, Danny O'Reilly, Sean O'Flynn, 
So, um, and I think other fellas that might be in consideration, like Simon Twingleton was away that weekend. So he'd be another fella I'd be expecting to be close enough to the to the starting team. And then you're looking at the lads that you saw that day in Wicklow that, that did themselves no harm. I might say Rion Murphy, Brian Daly. Um, you know, you'd imagine those fellas wouldn't be a million miles. Owen Lowry was another fella who, who appeared that day against Kieran Burke well. and Mikey Dempsey won't be a million miles away from it. Um, injuries, uh, we didn't see Pardy Kerwin at all. What's the story with him? He's on the panel. Yeah, no, he, he has some type of injury. I don't think it's that serious, but I don't think he's been able to uh, train uh, up until that week game anyway, whether he's been able to do anything since then, I don't know. Kieran Lillis was abroad. He was injured. He is injured, was abroad. And she heard from Justin McNulty in his interview with you where he said like that he has a, a good bit of work to do when he gets back um, to get himself in. And he is back, but he, according to Justin, he's a good bit of work to do to get himself into the, the frame. And the other injury then that we know of is Paul Kingston, who came off with what looked like a hamstring. And I think it was confirmed afterwards that it was a hamstring against Offaly. And Justin more or less said that he would definitely miss the first couple of rounds of the league as well. So nothing may... Oh, the, oh, the, big, the big injury. I suppose it's it's... It's unfortunate because it's a guy who was excellent in the club championship for for uh, his club, Ballylinen, and I believe had made a serious, serious impression in the couple of weeks that he'd been in there. And I think he, I think he, they played a challenge match against Limerick, and he was absolutely excellent. It was Ryan Brady, and he's done his cruciate as as Justin confirmed to you after the the Wicklow defeat as well, which is a disaster for him on a personal level and also a blow for Leach because he's the the type of guy that. You want to see making the step, having done so well at club level and pushing on and getting up to that level. So he's definitely, it's unfortunate for him that his season is over before it even got going. But I'm sure he'll take, uh, and Billy knows this man very well, Seamus Lacey, who who uh, has had a similar injury and did the rehab and is back and flying at him. And uh, I'm sure he'll, he'll get around Ryan and help him and get him get him back going again. And he'll be a big last up for Bally Ryan in particular. Just before we bring Billy in there, um, obviously the the bit of turnover from last year, like just sort of Scott Osborne, Colin Murphy, Robbie Piggott, Paddy O'Sullivan, those four Port lads, Port Arrington lads aren't involved this year for various reasons. I think most of them are travelling. Three of them, I'm not sure where Scott is. Scott travelling as well. The other three are. Anyway. I think, uh, I think Trevor so, Collins, and who was joint captain Moan. last year. Oh, Alex Moan did his cruciate, of course. Yeah. Um, and then if Sean Green, who's not on the panel, uh, who was involved last year, Trevor Collins. That's I suppose is that about James, it? J- James Finn is not a well, Yeah, he would have started that day against Down, so it's it's another. another it's a reason, reasonable enough level of turnover. Um, mm. so like they've particularly been um lost a lot of backs. If you think about with Piggott or yeah. Sullivan, uh, Sean Green, Trevor Collins, so they were four or six starting backs last year. Um, mm-hmm. and it and it does open the door of, of opportunity for the likes of Ben Dempsey, Simon Fingleton, Seamus Lacey, James Kelly is back. He got injured last year that he or the year before that he had to pull off the panel, mm-hmm. having started quite mm-hmm. well. And you'd hope that his county career, they've lost some, they've gained some. You'd like to see them have most of those. As you'd like to see those as adding to the panel, not replacing the guys on the panel. Billy, you um, you're obviously very familiar with Longford because you managed them two years ago. Uh, you were at the Burn Cup final on Sunday. Back to back, Burn Cup champions. They, fair, they, they fairly went for it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's a funny one to try and analyze to see what what he what Paddy Christie was thinking. You know, they had a strong team last year, and I know that Offaly and a few of them had pulled over, but they, they did a good win in the end, uh, beating Loud. But then they lost five in a row, so it's difficult enough probably to to 
gauge how, how you're going if, if you're winning the Burn Cup and you can't uh, and you can't produce in the early rounds of the league. So look, it was division three um last year, so it's division four this year. And I know he said there'll be no easy game in it. I disagree. I think t- you're going to get four points off London and and uh and Waterford. Um it's certainly if you've come down from division three. So he's look, there's a tiny pool of players in Longford is the only thing, but he's he, in one or two new guys, but it's very much the same up through the middle. Um, certainly in midfield with Gallagher and uh, and lads like that, that that have been playing for the last number of years, like Pat Fox was playing, uh, Paddy Collum in the goals. I know Andrew Farrell has done his ACL, so he usually marks Evan O'Carroll. So he's an he's absolute gonna, tank of a man. Yeah, yeah, he's the quickest player on the Longford panel over forty meters. Like so, he, he's a really good player. Um, very very strong and 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 and. He's, Probably fares out better in the league than he does in the championship, given the and, and foot conditions. Mickey Quinn, yeah. Mickey Quinn came on last week. Um, yeah, Quinn as well. Yeah, came on last week. Yeah, he he probably is not. He's probably only back in training. And yeah. not sure. Not sure how long. If, if I'm not really sure. I thought I thought he was probably <clears> going to finish up this year, but he's obviously still going. Um, but yeah, they had looked. They did a really good win. It was Dublin's. It was Dublin's third Archie. string. Yeah. Yeah, so look, but to beat Dublin in any final is very good. But uh, look, they're going to run to run out in the Moor Park as well, which is more than the Leafs have got. Yeah, and and the conditions were very very bad in the second half. Like they were playing against the Gale Force wind, and they held Dublin to I think three or four points or four or five points maybe in the second half. Um, they, they, so I was up that end of the field, and they probably only attacked I'd say six or seven times, and certainly got one got one two or one three in the second half. Uh, Fortuitous is enough goal, but Keelan McGann put it away well. Uh, so they're looking they, decent enough, though. Like I know it's hard, yeah. it's hard to judge, but like they're they're coming in and decent enough, Nick. Like Leash will have it all to do to beat them. But what's your view of uh, Longford, Damien? You'd be very familiar with the scene there too. Yeah, um, I suppose. Uh, firstly, I'd be a bit wary of winning. Um, I remember Leash winning back to back Burn Cups in about our FBD leagues in about was it thirteen and fourteen, and we went to we went to Dungarvan in the first round of the league two weeks later after winning the second one and, and got beaten. So, um, as Billy mentioned there, they won it last year and got relegated off the back of it. So, um, I, I, I'm not sure about um, you like to be going into the league and starting off in, with a, with, a, with a bit of form behind you, all right? But um, um, is there they need to be able to find some improvement too? So, um, to keep going to the well when you have a small panel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they, they, Billy knows Billy's managed them obviously, but um, they, they do have um, medals of a good team, they're a very good team last year, and they're going well against this year. They're playing Nace now in the semi final. The, um, the Tlongish have a very strong young team coming, and they'll be they want to they want to fail a title about five years ago now, it's uh, and they've got a very strong 18 or 19 year old group in the Tlongish club in particular, they're not too far from this year, but uh. Um, they're going to be back going in a good Longford under twenty team this year, I'd say. But um, they they I'd say that they will have a couple, a good bunch coming through in the next few years. All right, there's a couple of Kerry lads and a couple of Flins and Paddy Moore there in Kilo as well. They've lost, um, they've lost uh, Jack Duggan to to Roscommon, and you know he was probably you know certainly from a scoring point of view he's someone that could get you six or seven points in a game if you give if you got him the right ball. And uh, yeah, he's defected and and and, and gone to to Roscommon. I think his father is Derek Duggan, who used to play with Roscommon, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's Clongish as well, and just that 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 uh, team that Damien was talking about, or the club Clongish, are absolutely flying at all ages. 
It's interesting the point you make about St. Mel's as well, because I don't think they have been in a Leinster Schools final since Knock Beg beat them in what 2005. Were the one in? No, the, the, the one was in 03, I think, was the last time. I was just reading it about them last week there. Yeah, Knock Beg beat them in a thrilling final in Tullamore. Um, I think your pal Sean Spudo Sheik put on an exhibition billy that day, kicked about five or six points from play in the second half. Chris Conway was oh, like yeah. 16th man. He was out in the middle of the field contesting the kickouts, even though he was a manager. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, they're, they're playing Nace now in the, in the yeah. semi-final. Nace beat at the weekend and are very strong. Yeah, but it is, yeah, that's, that, I'd only noticed that, that Mills were, were looking to be strong. Um, Longford and Leitrim are the favourites to go up. Yeah. There's been a bit of movement. Wexford were, Wexford were, I said there were double digits um until the beat Kildare and they've shortened in well there now as well. Um so uh yeah, Leach, I suppose Leach weren't too far off going up last year. Like we um we lost by a point in Sl- to Sligo in the last day, um, which the winner in a winner takes all clash, and like a game that we were ahead with a couple of minutes to go and they got the last couple of scores. So yeah. um our season kind of fell apart after that. Um we when we were beaten in New York, obviously, and um and uh, yeah, poor run in the in the Talchin Cup after that. But, um, I think if Leitrim had to hold on, if Leitrim had to hold on against Sligo that day, wouldn't it have been Leitrim and Leash that went up? It would have, yeah. But it was a winner takes all. Yeah, yeah, would have. Yeah, there was a lot of permutations going into that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was proper, proper uh, last second stuff. To, to yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think what they should do with Division Four and Division Three is is maybe play those games on the hurling weekends so that like they can get more oh, TV yeah. time. Um, because yeah, I just saw the schedule that TG Cahar and RT have. Like, it's all Division 1, so there might be one Division 2 game, but there was never a hope in hell of a Division 3 or Division 4 game. Mm-hmm. But the likes of that last day of Division 4 last year was as dramatic as you get. Um, it was, and it was, a, it was a proper shootout. It was just end to end, up and down, up and down, like um, edge of the seat stuff, yeah. yeah. And, like, we were, we were in London that day, um, and, like, one stage Leach were going up because Leach had, uh, had won. And Leach got six goals that day, I think. It won something like... 6-6 six, six to 2-8 it was the maddest score um, I noticed this year that the fixtures are the exact reverse of last year so whoever you played in the first game you're away to them this year obviously Longford have replaced Sligo who got promoted except for round 5 round 5 and round 7 have switched for some reason so Leash are at home to London in round 5 and then they're away to Waterford in round 7 or they were at home to Waterford in round in round 5 mm-hmm. last year uh, so, so it's funny we, we, you, you have you've had a nice handy one to start Damien I don't think Waterford would be much use. Waterford away, and then um, London and Park Sean are first two games. Yeah, so you four points hoping, from that. You'd be hoping so, yeah. Although, like to be fair to London, they came over and beat Mayo there a few weeks ago, and so they have, they've had two proper games under their belt, which they wouldn't have previously. Who, who so. beat Who beat them afterwards? Um, Roscommon, wasn't it? Oh, Roscommon. Yeah, so Roscommon, Roscommon hammered Galway in the final of that the other night, but there were fairly yeah. sad teams out. But Galway, I'm yeah. Gollard, that Gala team beat us. Um, oh, did they? Did yeah. Which um, we probably had about ten of our starters as they playing. Nice. But um, so yeah, um, it's a bit of a novelty to going over to the dome. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit of a, a novelty, really. Like you know, have it, you been in like, it? I've, I've played school games there every second week. It's it's generally very high scoring games. Like yeah. uh, like free taking and shooting is generally excellent. Um, so they're 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 generally high score and open yeah. games and like whatever it is with the 
there's obviously no wind around like that. So like there's be very few sideline balls or breaking stoppages <laughs> of play. Like if if you teams with um just talking about school teams and that, you know, lads that are are are, are able to get up and down the pitch really excel and lads that aren't can get caught out there for quickly because it's it's end end. Unforgiving. If you're if you're playing against a good team, you'd be thinking, geez, we we'd be better off outside in the wind here now and, and take our chances. <laughs> yeah, I watched the FPD league final there the other night. It was, it was on um it was on TG Cahar. It's a bit of an attack on the senses watching a match on TV, like because it's so unnerving, all that white behind the goals, yeah. white up high, but it's some facility. It is, it is, yeah. And they probably they got a bit at the right time there before COVID. I think it only costs three million, you know. It, See if you were to take into something like that now, it cost three times that. You know, they got some kind incredible of... funding for it or something. Was it was yeah. Michael Ring. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Think it was some some lad who knew the like EU system. They got special. It's got some sort of special grant status anyway. Um, but it's, I'm sure it's getting massive use. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, National League ladies game there on Sunday Mayo yeah. Mayo meeting. Yeah, yeah. The as Alan pointed out, that score every game in the ladies' national league was like one five to six points, and that one was like two fifteen to one eighteen, yeah. as you said. Yeah, we played a students' game there the week before Christmas, and then um, it's under a junior game. And like, if you looked at the website, kind of, there were like it was bad weather, and it was like one eight to six points. And our game was two seventeen to fourteen points. Like you know, <laughs> talk about knowing you were this, that game was definitely in the dome, you know. <laughs> Yeah. What, 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 what were Leitrim's expectations? Because you're coming down to Port Leash on the 16th of March, I think, isn't it? That's right, yeah. So uh, I suppose last year, yeah, we we came fairly close to, 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 to going up, obviously, and the season kind of fell apart. We got beaten in New York afterwards and fell apart a bit in the Talchin Cup. Um, it's Andy Moran's third year now, so I suppose there's a bit of pressure on now to, to deliver at this stage. But to be fair to him, um, there was a, like he was very unlucky with with injuries last year. Even um, he, he, three or four lads of our better players didn't play or played very little through the league with injuries. And then um, we went to New York and Dara Rooney, who was one of our main forwards, he wasn't allowed allowed go. And um, again picked up a couple of injuries over there. Um, so um, at the minute, um, look, we'd be we'd be hoping to have most of them lads back. Um, keep Burnison involved, who's probably been the he was top scorer in the league at one What's wrong with him? He's just not committed or he's not committed, no. Yeah, just has a big loss. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure maybe if he'd be back in later on, but he's not there at the minute anyway. Right. He's a Mohill man. He's Mohill man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So but, but the, Ryan O'Rourke from FINA, he's hardly kicked the ball at the county in the last couple of years um through injury. Um he's he's a very lively forward. He's yeah. here at the minute. Dara Rooney um who mentioned um he played very well for Jude's in the Dublin Championship this um during, during the, the autumn. Is he a Leitrim fella? He's from Melvin Gales, yeah. He transferred oh, yeah. to Jews years ago. So um, okay. they do, they, they'd be our two main forwards, I suppose. And there's a couple yeah. of lads back in. Uh, Paul Keeney, club made me own. He's been playing well for UL and the Sigerson. And um, Barry McNulty is a young lad from Manor who's played for UCD in the last couple of weeks there as well. Um, he's still under 20, but he's a good young player. So um, Mickey Graham is involved there as well at the minute. Um, and I just hearing a couple of comments from lads over Christmas that are involved who kind of felt that he was he was he was putting a bit of, of um Ulster uh Ulster 
what would you call it? Steel into them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think Andy 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 Moran seems to go with a Mayo style um all out attack. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Keegan, Kevin Keegan type approach to things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great to watch, but we seem to get last 10 or 15 minutes, some lads are out on their feet and we seem to get opened up a bit. So um I'd say we might have a bit more of a defensive structure this year. It's year three now for Andy and yeah. um there is a bit of pressure on him now to, to, to deliver, yeah. you know. Because the vision four, like, if you get your act together, you have to be in the mix for promotion. Because, like, there yeah. are some poorer teams, and there are some teams might be going poorly. Like, they might be decent if they had their act together, but it's definitely one that you should be. And, like, with maybe the exception of London and Watford. And I do think London, like, Leach only drew with London last year in the in the, in the Talton Cup. Like I said, they beat Galway. There was a couple of years ago, they won about four games in the league. Um, like, they're not, they're not that bad. Um, but, like, and if you know what if you do slip up you'll be punished uh alan damien was mentioned about defensively like that's a huge thing for leash because like they got to conceded such scores last year and obviously you'd expect it's just the mcnulty team to be very defensively focused but he's obviously lost a lot of defenders so like he's really starting from scratch isn't he yeah yeah in a lot of senses but um you would the, the big thing that i'm looking forward to seeing is the use of the goalkeeper because um, what we saw in the Burn Cup was, was something that we haven't seen um, Leash do before with, with the kickouts. So, like, you had Killian Roach or Aaron Cooney, whoever was in the goals, coming up into midfield, Rory Began, um, Niall Morgan, and I can never think of the Derry goalkeeper's name, but they all do the same thing, um, where, where they come up into the middle of the field. And what he was doing in the night against Offaly was he was standing in space. So he wasn't necessarily going around looking to, to win the kickouts but he was standing in a space which for a long time disrupted Offaly and they ended up having to they were kicking it away from him and, and Leash could overload then on the opposite side of the field and they did get a bit of joy off it so it would be interesting to see how that develops obviously there's a risk in it and we've seen it go wrong for all of those goalkeepers that I've mentioned and they do concede goals and I think it's probably accepted that will that will happen at some stage over the league that it will go wrong and there will be a goal conceded off it. But it's whether um the outcome of it outweighs that in terms of what you can turn over and score the other way. So that's probably the thing I'm most interested to see if they persist with that. The fact that they did it throughout the World Cup would suggest they will. Yeah, we only saw Roach for about yeah. half a match. What do you make of the goalkeeper coming out, Billy? Yeah, I wonder is it is it something that uh, McNulty has has you know, looked at, at at Armagh kind of intently the last couple of years and looked at Rafferty, you know, because he's probably proven to be the most, uh, I suppose, most ball-playing footballer of them all. Like, he's coming up... But he's an actual outfield player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, he's... One of the games last year, he was kicking points off the outside to the left and all. But Roach is, Roach is well capable of doing that. If he gets further up the field, he gets. It's just, you know, if the opposition are... are Cute to it, which I think Mickey Graham and the likes, so, some of those coaches nowadays that are in certainly from the northern northern teams, um, are well able to press lads out on the keeper, and it puts them, it puts, the, it, you know, it causes disarray out there altogether. But it's a, it's a it's a risky approach, but like it's it's something different, and it's probably worth trying. Well, what I like about Roach is, and he, he's a, he does remember it's Oren Lynch as the Derry goalkeeper, isn't it? And yeah, yeah Oren yeah, Lynch. Yeah. He, now yeah. he annoys me a little bit. Again, he's a he's a background outfield background. He annoys me because he's a bit ponderous uh, in possession. Like, and we saw him not so much last year, but the year before, like getting blocked down up the field. To, like, if you had an outfield player taking a stab at some of those shots, you'd absolutely take the head off them. So, but but I thought he was much better last year in that role. And, that, and I think and that, it's the extra man that they give them going forward is the benefit of it. 
Yeah, another thing just on on that that point, the, the, like from analysis that they would have done, say video analysis and work on, on keepers coming out, is it slows down the game massively. Like Ross Common did it last year in Croke Park. Yeah. And because of the extra keeper, you know, there's nobody to go to him. And it's, you know, it's very risky if you're leaving your own man to go to the keeper. So it, it, it inevitably slows down the game for, for, for the team in possession of the ball, with the ball. And, and, and that's a good thing if you were the underdog in a match. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because you, you want to keep as many as much possession away from the opposition because, it's, you know, the turn phases into attacks and attacks into shots and shots into scores. So if you can limit that, you have a better chance. Um, but what, what, Damien, you're... you're uh, a highly rated coach on the Leitrim sort of Connacht coaching scene. What would you do with a goalkeeper that comes out for the kickouts? Well, I heard I heard anecdotally of um, uh, Leitrim played um, Donegal in the game there, and uh, Sean Patton came out, and one of the forwards was instructed just to grab him when the, when he comes out to to press or kick it, just to grab him, and they did. One of the forwards, his job was just he clinged on to him and. Um, Patton didn't come out for the next few because he was Leitrim won it then and he was like he couldn't get back. Your man yeah. off the ball. It was a challenge game and you might get away with it and if there's yeah. if there's line players there. But um it, it Patton definitely stayed at home for the next few after that. Like that's a Mickey um, Graham tactic anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what I do, I'd feckin' kick it out to him. I'd call his bluff. Kick it out to him and get him caught up in the middle of the play. You know, I, I think I'd nearly be I don't know whether I don't I don't know whether that's um I I'm not so sure a lot of these goalkeepers wanted coming towards them. It's a bit like um your soccer, your keepers coming up for a corner at the end. Yeah. Like, you know, some might they mightn't they're more of a uh, might be in the way also than, than <laughs> the one. But it's interesting, like especially regards coaching young fellas and coaching a goalkeeper, like do you, are you coaching them as an outfield player now and get them to do a bit of shot stopping and kickouts for for twenty minutes at the end, or, or what do you do? Like, what 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 are we doing going forward? Like, I, I mean, think you have to, you have you have to kind of go that way nowadays because you know that's the way the game is evolving, and there's no one's giving up about it. But that's that's what's happening. People are, are are playing within the boundaries of the law, and if you have a keeper coming out to midfield, giving you an extra man, sure, it's it's you know as Derry attack with all all the players inside the forty five, and you know adding a keeper to that that can kick long range is is yeah. is. No, it's like a magic wand, I suppose. Roach, Roach is very capable. The leash goalie is very Roach capable. Roach is a brilliant of, kicker at the ball. Of doing Leash that. Probably, Leash were probably the, I remember Graham Brody up in Carrick back when it could have been 10 years ago. They, they were probably the first team to actually do it. With, yeah, Brody yeah. was the first man to do it. It wasn't, a, it was sort of more gung ho, like Brody and, and you, the opposition hated it. Like, and opposition yeah, fans quick. hated it. It was so quick. Banned <laughs> for blood, yeah. <laughs> It was it was so exciting, like. But I remember at that time you're talking about kids and that. I remember at that time my sister Julianne going around taking the photos at the cool camps, and and she knew nothing about football, but she said every kid wanted to play in goals at the cool camp. Yeah. Actually, he, he was he was exceptional when he when he like when he first came onto the scene and started doing it, it was exceptional. He's an unbelievable goalkeeper. Yeah. He's great ball skills as well. Like you I have, have to reflex. Marry, reflex. If they married the, the two of them, a little bit yeah, of speed he, back to the goals. Proper pace, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's different. He's different than the likes of Oren Lynch and and because they were more patient. Bro, patience wasn't Brody's sort of. Um, no, uh, he was go go so so. I think he might be passed it off to Marty Scully or something. Like it was just so chaotic. Like, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it was it was just, here. What what um Billy? What what are you most looking forward to seeing about Leash? Um, I suppose from looking at Leash intently, um, really over the last two years, I suppose. Uh, I'd imagine that McNulty 
will bring an element of discipline to their to their defending. Um, and I, I know you know we've probably tried packed out defence a couple of times in the past, and it hasn't really worked out because tra- the transitional play has been so slow. Uh, getting the ball up the field, but look, if they've worked on that and their fitness is 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 where I've heard it is, um, you know, defending is everything starts with your defence, you know, and if 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 we get that right structurally, we'll we we we'll probably be in a better place. But we have lost an awful lot of good defenders like Piggott or Sullivan. These, these Sullivan, are, well, Sullivan is a uh, massive, massive loss. Massive he's loss, been yeah. so good for Leash. Yeah, look, Leash, we we really need to get out of Division Four. Like, there's no that that's what from a fan a fan's perspective. Um, you know, we, we have to be winning with, with most of our games, six, if not seven of the games in, in Division 4 to come out. But that's going to take, you know, probably a change in the style of play. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think, Alan, we are talking about the transition previously being a bit slow. And there has, it has been a transitional phase for Leash. Um, you know, there has been new players brought in. But I do think the likes of Swain, maybe Rehan Murphy, he's one guy I'd like to see get game time. Sean Fitzpatrick, like they're all very good ball carriers. Um Sean O'Flynn, I'd, I'd play Sean O'Flynn wing forward and your your wing forwards need to be defensive and need to be able to get up and down the pitch but you need ball carriers, Owen Boogie's a guy we'll probably see as well you need ball carriers, your wing forwards, your wing backs have to be able to get up and down the field quickly and it's not so much about like getting men back it's when they come back that they know what they're doing and that they have a very strong system that they're all comfortable with now that takes time of course you're going to sound like an inter-county manager it takes time and you hear that saying it takes time you know that they're reaching for the did you ever take that, say that one Billy it takes time you only had one no, year you got no time at all no well I in fairness I I, I, my, I was division three I have no experience in division four so <laughs> <laughs> but um, no a time I'm not so sure you have a panel of players Jesus Christ if you can't set them up to do the best that they can. Like, and like the Longford team that I had was a lot different from the Longford team that played the year before. It was six of the forwards were missing, and a lot of them have gone missing again. So it's 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 hard to know. Like Longford, yeah. the match of the weekend will be is 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 is. I think both of those teams will go up. To be honest, but you think so? Yeah. yeah. I think, like Leash, Leash have a great record against Longford in a, in a more park and league and championship. Apart from the day you bet them. <laughs> 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 but, but we do, we do. We have a very good record against Longford. Leash so. also have a great record in the first round of the league. This is actually their first time in something like six years that they're playing at home in the first game. Uh, but like, go back over. Like, I was up in Newry to be down in twenty nineteen. The Drew was Roscommon in twenty twenty. The twenty one. Okay, the twenty one was it? Was that the league was later? Uh, twenty two. Um, to be loud up and loud, loud up and loud, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was nearly yeah. the, one of the better days, um, and they, had, they went badly afterwards. And then last year, did a great win up in Sligo. Um, yeah, so Leash generally nice. start well. Um, Alan, what's uh, yeah, I, I think Leash would get promoted, but I don't, I think it does, I think, I think they can scrape promotion. I just, I've been so scared by the last couple of years that it's hard to see Leash like you know, walk into promotion or anything. I think the biggest problem for the last couple of years is you sit here every year and you talk about nine and ten lads turned over from, and it's not just nine or ten panel members. Eight or nine of those lads are starting on the team and are gone the next year. So if we were back here in 12 months' time and six or seven of the fellas that are starting are gone again. That's really division. Yeah, you're just going round and round and round in circles where you can't. So Alan, that, it, that happens in all Division 4, 3 and 4 counties. Yeah. You look at all of them, Carlo, Leash, Longford, Leitrim. The turnover players is 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 off the charts on all with all of those counties because they get absolutely no coverage. Um, you know, it's it's their their 
it's basically the bread and butter is the preseason tournament and 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 the league and 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 you know it's a long it's a long year but that, I I I I'm I wouldn't I think that's that can be unfair sometimes but the, on players because you know the division three and four is 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 not you know it's not your silver screen I suppose so yeah. that happens who, in every time. Who who are you going to get promoted, Damien? Uh, I'll go Leitrim and Wexford. <laughs> Leitrim and Wexford. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You have a connection. Is 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 John Hegarty a sort of a friend of yours? I, I lived with his brother Aidan in yeah. college. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Well, I, I was impressed with them last year. I thought they were a big physical team. Uh, their keeper was excellent, and um, just their kickouts and that. And we played them in the Talchin Cup um, in Parnell Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah, on the scorcher of the day. But uh, uh, yeah, they're, 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 I thought I thought I was impressed with them now, and um, they beat awfully after that. I think. And um, I'm not sure who beat them later on, but uh, yeah, and Anya Kinsella, their coach, is, is very highly rated too. She's come in from the hurling setup, and uh, uh, apparently she's uh, she does a great job. She's the the, the main John, coach there. John Hagerty, well, obviously, Justin McNulty is an SDLP MLA. John Hagerty is the Cahirlock of Wexford County Council, Alan. <laughs> so, so he's a very busy man, then. He's, he's just as busy as Justin is, yeah. Is he, I remember him playing with Wexford. Is he from the Kyle Nairn Club? Yeah, he is. Matty Ford, yeah, that's outside Gory there. But he's yeah. um he's the vice principal in Wexford CBS and he's um he's the Fingale counsellor and yeah. uh, he's four small he's four small kids and um yeah. I, he doesn't spend too much time watching Netflix or anything like that, I'd say. But <laughs> I, I I just looked him up there on um I looked him up on the uh, on the Fingale website there. He's 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 credited with um the Wexford ambassador scheme. He get he puts people as Wexford ambassadors to sort of promote, and he's like Tyg Furlong, Gordon Darcy, Liam Griffin. Um, I don't know who else he's sort of given this role of Wexford ambassadors. Um, but God, he must be a busy man. Um, I remember I remember obviously that he was on that good Wexford team in the mid two thousands. Um, I'm going with Leash. We didn't mention Tipperary at all, and Paul Kelly is yeah, yeah. They're, they're a bit of an unknown, an unknown package. Um, I suppose the new, new manager Paul Kelly, um, who's it's his first first step into to inter county management, but he has a good track record at club level. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's hard to know will he get a bounce off from there. I know they were they seem to have gone back a bit from when they won a, the the monster title during COVID there when um Connor Sweeney is obviously injured and Quinlevin has been involved in a few years, yeah. This Sean O'Connor guy, he's CUCC were beaten tonight yeah. there, but he's been very impressive for them over the last couple of years and with Tom Mellon. And, um, he's, he'd be Paul Kelly is like you, Billy. He went for the lease job and didn't get it. Yeah. Um, Billy, yeah, he was, he was uh, <laughs> certainly, he was certainly interviewed, but um, yeah. I'm crying over spilled milk, I'm no. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric, well, just quickly before we finish up, that was a disappointing one from your own point of view. You went for the lease job, didn't get it. Will you go for it again? Yeah, look, if it comes up and I'm in a position to do it, I'm sure, you know, it was it was it was something that I was felt I had enough experience, I suppose, having managed, you know, long for previously in Division Three that I thought, but look, that's the way it goes. I had a great backroom team with, with uh, Garrigan and, and Aidan Mahoney and guys like that coming on board. So Look, I'm sure down the line, if 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 it's if it's uh, if it's something that I can I can I can work, uh, it'll be something I I certainly go for again. Yeah, but I, like I'd be, you know, I think Justin McNulty is probably the, the a good a good choice. You know, his stability and he'll he'll bring discipline and and uh, I, I do wish him all the best. To be fair, all right, we're just out of time, lads. Thanks very much for your time, Damien Butler up in Carrick and Shannon, Billy O'Loughlin in Balik Myler, Collection, Clean. 
Alan Inheritance in Stradbally and myself, Stephen Miller, the presenter of the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast. That's over and out for this week. Oh, uh, good luck. God bless. Goodbye. The latest sport from across the county. This is the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast.